trade efficiency with NACFI's Mike Roth and Friends. In episode 26, I'm joined by Mufi Gadiali, co-founder and CEO of Electrify, where we talk about the difference between the charging needs of automobiles and commercial vehicles, the need for fleets and utilities to work together on charging solutions, fleets need for an electric charging playbook, the factors that have to be considered for charging electric vehicles, the role of managed charging and the importance of planning for charging before investing in electric trucks. Today we have joining me Mufi Gadiali, co-founder and CEO of Electrify. Hello Mufi, happy to have you today. Um, how are things going? So far so great, Mike, and always happy to, to chat with you at any time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Uh, there's a lot going on with electric trucks and charging and and uh, you know, the expertise you're bringing is, um, you know, been kind of new to me personally, as well as a bit to NACFI. So this is going to be fun. But, um, you know, we call this freight efficiency with NACFI's Mike Roth and friends. And, you know, Mofi has been short time, but we've become pretty good friends. So I always start this chat with, um, you know, one of us sharing, uh, you know, when we became friends. Do you remember um, how we found one another? Yeah, so we, we started Electrify back in 2018. Um, and even before we, we started the company, I, uh, I was a subscriber of the, the NACVI newsletter. And so I had been following NACVI and you in particular uh, for, for many, many months before that. And I was just looking through our emails yesterday. So my first email out to you as Electrify, or rather pre-Electrify when we were in stealth mode was back in November, 2018. Uh, and I think it went something like, hey, you know, you know, we're working on something cool on the electrification space and would love to get your feedback. And I remember showing you the demo of uh, what, what we had at that time was a, uh, you know, a minimum viable product, sort of a proof of concept. And you said, this is super interesting. We need to feature you guys in the next NACFA report, which I think came out in April, March or April of, of uh, 2019. So we were, and I still have a copy of the report. So we were featured there. We had screenshots, and you guys had a yeah. blurb. Uh, so yeah, so it's it's uh, it's it seems seems like not too long ago, but then sometimes it seems like really long ago. <laughs> sure, it does. And you know, we at NACFI, you know, we're always looking for you know who is, you know, who's part of the industry already, you know, making noise and bringing um, you know good solutions. And then you know, of course, we we get contacted quite often with you know people you know in stealth mode, as you said. With a good idea trying to you know find their way and so we're always you know putting our very first you know i guess filter or um you know trying to understand is this something that's really going to be important to the industry or not so maybe we got maybe we got it right with with you guys so um very good so how did you um how'd you get involved in trucking in particular and um you know maybe what's your personal background movie that that prepared you for what you're doing now yeah, so I, uh, my history prior to Electrify, so I come from uh, the EV uh, space to some extent. Uh, you know, I, I still have a, a 2013 Nissan Leaf, uh, which I get about, you know, 50 miles of range on a good day. Um, and so I've been in an EV enthusiast for a while. And I, prior to Electrify, I was at a company uh, called ChargePoint. Uh, they are pretty famous now. Uh, so they are the largest EV consumer charging network. And mm -hmm. the way I got um, involved into trucking was uh, as uh, as fleets 
uh, started to show up uh, on the EV side of things, uh, you know, transit, heavy duty, medium duty, light duty, and even school buses, uh, they were looking for something very different uh, from an, you know, an EV charging and a fueling standpoint. And to me, that was, it was, it was sort of an aha moment because, uh, uh, and having been through, you know, many sort of technology cycles, uh, you know, I've worked with companies like Hewlett Packard and, and Amazon and startups, uh, you see certain patterns. And so one pattern is that, you know, consumer, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a, uh, a technology solution. And then as it evolves, uh, it tends to bifurcate into a, a consumer solution and a commercial solution. And so I saw those signs early on where you know, EV charging was um, a one size fits all. If you want a charger, uh, and if you want a charging solution, here's what it is. This works for consumers and this works for commercial and enterprise. Um, but when I started digging into trucking and just in you know, uh, enterprise charging, they wanted something completely different. Uh, for example, um, they didn't care about how big the charging network was. You know, we don't care if you have 100,000 charging stations. Our fleets are going to charge. They'll, you know, they all come back to this home base, and that's where they get serviced, maintained, and charged. And so it was a very different solution that they needed. Um, so at the basic level, you could say is just charging a vehicle. What's the big deal? Uh, and what I realized in talking to, uh, you know, a, a lot of fleet customers, and actually in, you know, particularly with you guys as well, is, yeah, it is a big deal. It's very, very different. And a consumer solution in most cases will not work as these fleets start to scale. Yeah, it's kind of the classic, uh, you know, business to consumer, B to C versus B to B, right? So, I mean, that's and that's the thing that's driven me in my career over 35 years now. I said I wasn't going to call my career anything older than 30. I was going to stay at 30 over 30 for the next. 20 years, but I have now said 35. So, <laughs> and why I like trucking is because they make decisions based on, on true, you know, facts and, and economics. And so, you know, we do that a bit when we buy consumer goods, you know, whether it's a car and an electric car or not, we, we, we do pay attention to the budget, but, you know, trucking has taught me that they, they absolutely do. And so, uh, you know, how they charge, what they charge, um, you know, how much, um, and how fast all that's really key to, to being profitable, um, you know, deploying electric trucks. So, yeah, I understand that a lot. Um, you know, so could you sort of paint a picture for us from your seat where, you know, the industry is, uh, with electric electrification and trucking? I mean, is, are we, are, are we well on our way or are we, um, kind of, kind of just starting and I'm, I'm sure it matters what, you know, by segment, but, um, how are you seeing that market? Yeah, so we uh, maybe I'll step back and give you a big picture of, of how we see this playing out. Uh, and you know, as as you pointed out, um, trucking and and fleets in general uh, have built uh, entire operational systems uh, that are you know highly and precisely fine tuned to eke out you know every last bit of efficiency. Uh, either it's cost per mile or TCO or you know or whatever metric that you that you choose, and you see this this whole you know massive industry segment of transportation in general that is being thrust towards electrification, uh, for you know for all the obvious reasons, environmental reasons, uh, operational cost reasons, um, and um, uh, and in terms of you know TCO and other benefits, but as they're thrust towards electrification some of the fundamentals are changing in the sense that 
um, now as a fleet operator, uh, you know, I've been operating say a fleet for you know, 20, 30 years. And uh, you know, you know, my truck comes in, fuels diesel, uh, and then goes into service maintenance and you're done. Now suddenly as a fleet operator at scale, you have to worry about uh, you know, when do I charge? How much do I charge? How fast do I charge? And all of these things, if they are not managed, they can become uh, you know, an incredible burden in terms of not just cost, but also a domino effect on, on uh, fleet operations. So we have this one world that, that's moving towards electrification. On the other side, you have utilities who understand this really well. So they understand uh, generation and distribution and capacity planning uh, and, and rate design. They don't have a ton of insights into transportation because they've never had to deal with transportation as a load. So they, uh, they see this as a huge opportunity, but they see it as a huge challenge as well is you know when, when are these vehicles going to show up uh, on the grid? How much energy will they need? And also, you know, where specifically are they going to show up on the grid? Like, you know, a simple thing like, you know, say a fleet operator is looking to, to transition their entire fleet of say 150 vehicles at a specific depot. Uh, the utility needs to know exactly where they're going to show up because you may not have that much transformer capacity. And so where we as Electrify sit is we are right at the intersection of these two really large industry segments. And we are in, in the most simplest way, we are trying to orchestrate this whole transition uh, in the sense that help uh, large fleets transition over to electric in, in a way that does not disrupt their operations, but also minimize the grid impact or at least give the, you know, the, the utility side enough runway to build out and scale the infrastructure. Yeah, I'm chuckling inside a little bit because that that's exactly our um, take on on where we're at. Uh, one of the big, one of the big realities that we have with electric trucking, and that is, you know, the, you know, again, this huge force of electric, 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 you know, utilities, you know, the people that generate and, and, you know, and distribute the electricity that we use for so many things, right. From manufacturing to our homes, to all kinds of things. And then the big transportation market, but they really never have had to, had to work together. <laughs> so they, they really know nothing about one another. And, you know, Dave Schaller on my team, always says it's like the middle school dance where everybody's looking around and no one wants to talk or dance because, uh, you know, they just don't, they don't know how um, uh, to talk to the other, to the other um, players. I mean, it's, it sounds simple, but um, you know, it, it is a really big thing. And so, you know, a lot of people are trying to work on that, including Naxi and others, but for you, you're, you're absolutely right there. Right. I mean, you, you, you have to be, when uh, when these fleets um, you know think about deploying electric trucks, um, is that kind of how you sort of sort of view it? Yeah, and by the way, I'm going to steal that middle school dance analogy <laughs> because that that fits so perfectly. Uh, and and here's what's happening, right? Um, uh, each so the, the, and just to give you a perspective of how complicated complex this landscape is, right? In the U.S., you have 200 plus major utilities. And if you count everybody, it's 3000 plus utilities, right? And each of each one of them have some form of an electrification plan, but they're all at different trajectories and different stages of maturity. Um, and so a fleet that is deploying uh, locally, one has to work with their utility to at least figure out exactly how they'll scale. 
Um, and it gets even more complex for a, a fleet that's operating nationwide because you have to work across a variety of utilities and they all may be on different trajectories in terms of um, you know, how, they, uh, how they're creating incentives for electrification, how they're building the infrastructure out. Um, just a quick, just a quick note there, Mufi. I mean, we're we're working with some, you know, very large national fleets, and you know that they they use, the first thing they say is, well, we've been through one deployment at one depot, the second one's going a lot quicker, and a lot better and easier, and then they they seem to get to a point where they go, well, yeah, I spoke too fast, <laughs> you know, this one's a lot different than the first one, so you know, we will we will have lessons learned and and learn from them um, from you know one region of the country and you deploy in another region, but, but we can't be naive. They are going to be very different because of the, of the things you're, uh, you're bringing up, I believe. Yeah, you're exactly right. And I think one of the thing, uh, and we, you know, we talk to fleet customers across a lot of segments, you know, trucking, um, light duty, medium duty, um, school buses, municipal transit, um, what a lot of these folks are looking for is, can you give us a playbook of how this has been done before? Um, and so what we're beginning to do is we've, you know, we've created a set of services around just helping customers plan. Uh, all, the, all the information that we can help them with even before uh, you know, any electric vehicle shows up or any infrastructure goes in the ground. And uh, that helps them at least set a stage for this is what's gonna happen when these vehicles show up. Um, and one of the things I like to point out is, um, is, the, uh, is things that NACFI does, like you know, run on less. I think that's, that's gonna be a very interesting platform to create playbooks like these, you know, based on real world metrics, real world data in terms of, you know, these are the, these are the trucks, these are, this is the charging infrastructure. This is how it plays out in you know in, in a real operation scenario, uh, because it's going to take a, a lot of that uh, and pilots across the country for folks to get enough confidence that okay now they're going to pull the trigger on bigger purchases, more infrastructure deployment, and you know have a smooth transition plan. Yeah, I get it. I and I think um, you know this is it's important. It'll be very important to. Um, to look for operations like your own. So if you're a fleet, you know, do look for operations that are similar, how you operate the trucks, um, what sort of utility structure is in that area, you know, and pick which deployments that are out there in the public domain, some of which will show and run on less electric this year. And then, um, but be careful that you're, you know, you're following ones that are similar to you as a, as a fleet. And then you can move fast. Um, you know, a mistake might be made if you assume, well, I'm going to do it like them. And then you find out they're in completely, they operate their trucks differently. They're in different regions of the country. And just some of those solutions just simply won't work. So, um, you know, kind of classic, fo follow people similar to, to your own situation and you'll be successful. Yep, exactly. And we see, you know, we see this um, in every single day as we, we look at different types of fleets. So I mentioned the, you know, the different segments we work with and it comes down to, you know, the vehicle class size, battery size, charging infrastructure, duty cycles, uh, weather conditions, driver behavior. So there's, you know, what's fascinating um, in these times is that we can instrument and collect data from everything. And that is one of the biggest advantages we have right now is uh, we, and I mean, we as an industry, 
uh, we can leverage existing telematics data, for example. So, you know, exactly track how your existing vehicles will operate. Yeah. And we can so, use that to, to, to model an electric vehicle. Yeah. So let's get in the weeds on this a little bit. So what, um, describe for us what exactly is managed charging and how will it, um, you know, improve the profitability of, you know, fleets um, deploying electric trucks. So just, just to kind of take us through sort of the, the primer on managed charging. Yeah, so the, uh, and I'll build off the notion uh, that I described earlier is, you know, we, uh, so we sit at the intersection of transportation and energy and the managed charging platform uh, essentially ties these two together in an operational way. <clears throat> so what we do is we look at um, how the fleet operates, when are the vehicles coming in, how much time do you have for them to charge, how much charge you need for the next run. Um, and then we look at the utility side <clears throat> to see how the energy rates are changing. So as you can, you know, as you, you've seen with uh, your own residential or commercial utility bill, uh, the, the cost of energy changes depending on when you charge. On the commercial side, it also depends a lot on how much you charge and how fast you charge. And so what managed charging essentially does is looks at all these parameters um, and focuses on, on two primary things. First is to make sure that every vehicle is charged and ready before it pulls out. And two, minimize the energy cost as much as possible without impacting your operations. And of course, I'm, I'm oversimplifying things in terms of uh, how they work on a daily basis. But this is really the essence of managed charging. Now, what's really interesting, uh, and you know, as we've gone into deployments uh, with a lot of customers uh, across the US, one thing that, that stood out to us is the first two are, are a given, you know, charge and ready, uh, lowest cost. Uh, the third one, which has turned out to be super interesting for us is the fact that uh, we can help them charge more vehicles without an infrastructure upgrade. So what does that mean? Um, when you look at a depot, a depot is served energy uh, through a transformer. And so the transformer basically is, you know, turns out to be the bottleneck long-term in terms of how much energy can be uh, delivered to the depot and, and that energy being used to charge the vehicles. With managed charging, there's something that we can do um, that makes this uh, a lot more scalable is just by reducing the load um, and distributing the load, we can actually help customers charge more vehicles without the transformer upgrade happening. And we can do you know, very, a very sophisticated modeling where we can say, if you give us how your fleet operates, we can tell you within this transformer capacity, you can charge two, <clears throat> two or three times more vehicles without the transformer upgrade. And, and, and that's something, and you know, we, we sort of backed into this uh, with, with a couple of customers and it turns out that that's even more compelling because what happens is, uh, as, you know, as you can imagine, a transformer upgrade is, is not a trivial thing. A utility might take between 12 to 24 months to upgrade the transformer because it's, you know, it's electrical switchgear, you need to go through permitting um, and sometimes a public hearing and, and you know, it's a process. And if we can help bridge customers through the scaling while that process is happening, it's turning out to be a huge deal. That's fascinating and, and I think really important. Um, 
but my my uh, my my instinct says that then this is something that fleets should worry a little longer, a little farther down their journey. So, you know, if I've got a site that has 50 trucks and I want to electrify one or two of them, um, do you find that they they don't they don't think of, they don't worry about managed charging in the early days when they've got one, two or five trucks and then they they really need to consider it down the road when they're adding their 10th or 20th out of the 50 or, or do they really need to be doing it uh, more early on? I mean, cause you know, these fleets have a lot to deal with as they're starting to deploy these trucks. And I'm just curious if, if there's a point in that journey that, that they, that they should or, or need to look at managed charging, but is it something they can wait on a bit or no? Um. So and maybe I'll give you a specific example of, of how crazy this can get very quickly, right? So let's pick a you know, heavy duty truck or a transit bus that's about 500 to 600 kilowatt hours of, of battery capacity. Mm-hmm. And it has to charge every single night, right? So vehicle comes in 8, 9 p.m., charges for 8, 9 hours. Uh, you know, five, 600 kilowatt hours is roughly the amount of energy a single family home consumes in about a month and a half. Yeah. So uh, that, you know, even if you say I've got three heavy-duty trucks, you're 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 already uh, you know pushing the limits of of what you know a transformer capacity is going to serve, given the dwell times, and uh, uh, most folks don't quite grasp the amount of energy these vehicles actually need because you know diesel and gasoline have been incredibly energy dense. That's the, one of the reasons why they are so popular uh, as a fuel is is incredibly dense you know uh, fuel. Um, electricity is, is different because electrons are generated and consumed almost on demand. So it creates, a, you know, even with a few trucks, it can create some very interesting problems. Uh, part two of this is uh, even if managed charging is not needed, say you've got only three vehicles and uh, you've got enough capacity and uh, the energy rates are not uh, uh, not as uh, as penalizing as they would be if you you know if you double the number of vehicles. Uh, what you still want to do is collect data as much as possible. Is you know I've got five trucks. I want to know exactly how they are operating, uh, what the how efficient these vehicles are, um, how much of the battery capacity is actually being used in your fleet conditions. You know, so for example, you know your weather conditions, your driver conditions, um, and also is the infrastructure size correctly. So just by so as part of our managed charging platform, we actually have a simpler mode where we call it unmanaged charging. Um, and what we do at, at, in that mode is just simply collect data. And that can be used to give you guidance on what makes sense. So for example, you know, can start off with three trucks and 150 kilowatt chargers. And just looking at the data, we can tell you, well, actually, you know, 150 kilowatts is overkill. You could be fine with a 75 kilowatt, kilowatt charger because your vehicles have a longer dwell time or your energy rates are cheaper at some other time. By getting it and by getting involved early, you know, with your first truck and so forth, it, it just forces the, the fleet to think about the operational um, changes they're going to want to make when, when they move to charging more trucks, because it'll just, it'll just make that pathway uh, quicker and easier because, you know, I mean, we now are, are going to be managing range. I mean, it's a new, it's a new sort of operational management for trucks. I mean, we, you know, we used to fill up, you know, diesel, diesel and gasoline, you know, they fill up, may fill up every day, but they fill for two or three days of run just by the nature of how dense the fuel is. What's your advice for fleets 
as they, uh, you know, they're, they're starting to, you know, they, they've decided, all right, I'm in, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to um, start scaling electric trucks at one of my depots or, or, or whatever. What, 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 what would be your like top three things to think about and advise them once they're, uh, they're working with Electrify? I'd say my top three things would be planning, planning, and planning. <laughs> I mean, if you get the planning part of it right, everything is going to be smooth sailing. And this is where we've seen, you know, um, uh, successful as well as disastrous project is uh, the more, you know, thoughtfulness that goes into the planning phase uh, saves a lot of downstream headaches and, and friction. Yeah, get it right. The old ready, aim, fire, yeah. right? Um, yeah, take, exactly. take, your, take your time getting ready. Take yeah. your time aiming. Um, it sounds like include include managed charging and and all of that from from day one. So, hey, Mufi, my friend, thank you very much for for joining us. Uh, you bring a, a really interesting perspective to this whole this whole subject, and I uh, look forward to working with you on Run On Less Electric and um, other other projects going forward. Always a pleasure, Mike. Take care. Freight efficiency with Nackvi's Mike Roth and friends. 